Welcome, everyone, to the 13th episode of The Gentleman's Breakfast. A baker's dozen here. I'm excited. At the studio. Um, Halloween. Happy to be here. Seamus, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How's your energy level? We just discussed it. it sounds low. It's good. It's good. It's going to get there. It's going to pick up. It's okay. Well, if you're okay with it, I'd like to open the day with a shit story. Because we're both males and it's hard to get away from that. You mean like defecating? Yeah, defecating. Oh, go ahead. This is stupid. It was in a workplace scenario. Go ahead, stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> you can't say it's stupid to begin with. Turns the listeners off. You have the microphone. All right. So we just changed offices in New York. Mm-hmm. We consolidated from a nice top-to-bottom closed-door two- or three-shitter scenario to a two-shitter kind of hot box back there. Okay? And the two commodes are very close to each other. There's just a white partition between yeah. them. And they're not very well laid out. Um, and even my first time in there, I was like, oh, these boys are lightweights. Like, these aren't ready for, you know... What do you mean like the actual... The, the actual, actual toilet itself. The, por- the porcelain pillow. Not right? the porcelain, more the plumbing. I'm like, I don't know if this is ready for like a 25-minute scrolling around on my iPhone situation. But so I'm at the end of my first week there. In the new office, and uh, I'm taking my last dump of the day. I'm closing the day out. With what like time a, is this? Four thirty. It's like a four thirty shit. Four forty-five. What did you eat for lunch? Uh, I, I have a salad every day. That oh, salad. So these are not even like good ones. Well, this salad is spiked with a lot of jalapenos, and it's surprising. Yeah. What well, it's not good. But we, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. But um, anyway, so I'm minding my own business. I'm just carrying my way through the end of the day. Dicking around on my phone, okay, and one of the shitters is down. So they're down to one shitter, okay. which is the handicap shitter, which yeah. I'm fully occupying, okay? Go. Get toward the end of it, go for the TP, no TP on the roll. Try. No TP in the area. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and I got, I got a hot one <laughs> between the cheeks, and I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Wait, you, has it came out, or it's still pinched? I've kind of completed, like... It's already, you're done. I could have gone further if I wanted to, but I reached an uncomfortable amount of time on the can. The leg's starting to go numb. <laughs> so, the fact that there's no TP and I've got to improvise, that part, shockingly and disturbingly enough, doesn't bother me that much. Because there was uh, maybe four or five squares that were loose on the ground. I was able to use that. And then I turned around, and you know those seat covers? That you are use those? I hate. Th- I got a real pet peeve. It was here. Well, no, no. I, those bother me. I don't use them. I don't use them, and you can't interject here because it's going to weaken the story. So I don't use them to actually cover the seat, but I know that they're back there. So I turn around, <laughs> and granted, that's that's fucking wax paper. That's not designed for anything, right? But yeah, I'm thinking, you know, let's make this work. I whip one out and ball it up, and put it between the cheeks, and. It wasn't great. It was a little pointy, and it wasn't absorbent, but I was able to kind of clean it up down there. As I'm midway through doing this, it occurs to me, I've been on the can for maybe 18 minutes now. I need to get the fuck out of here because I'm on the only shitter, and if someone comes in here right now, right as I come out, they're going to come in, and they're going to know... They're going to see your ostrich boots. They're going to know that I was not able to wipe my ass. <laughs> So I need to get the fuck out of here right now. So then I start panicking. And I start making, you know, some, some erratic movements down there. And I'm going to tell you right now, 
my lower region didn't feel right for like two days. Uh, are we done? Is that it? I think I think we're done with I've that. I've actually got a better shit story than I'm you. sorry for the scatological humor, but was well, that what you were originally going to tell or are you going to no, try to improv here? Yeah, I'm improv So uh, I was in the Dominican Republic, lived there a couple summers, blah, 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 blah. I'm with my friend, who's Dominican, and then a couple that's American. Mm-hmm. And we're, we have to hike out to this waterfall that's an hour and a half away. Okay. A hike. On foot, no bathrooms, have a local showing us where to go. But you're a grown-ass man, and you know that you're going to be on the hike for an hour and a half, so surely you've prepared your bowels. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> okay. I'm like 23. Not really. So we get out there, and I'm like 45 minutes into it, I have to fucking take a shit. Okay. And then I'm like, well, where am I going to go? Like, this guy speaks Spanish. He's not really going to understand why I'm half the shit. I'm like, well, I'll just go in the waterfall. <laughs> okay. So, so we get to the waterfall. You plan to go on top or the bottom of the waterfall? I mean, it's big enough where I can just do it. Yeah. And then just, you know, clean it out. Okay. But I go, how funny would it be if I defecated while you guys fornicated? You said this to the other people that you were there with? Yeah. What kind of disgusting fucking human beings do you hang out with? So we did that. That's fucking bizarre. Who would even want to... Ah, that's a terrible bit. Can you please just get to what you originally planned for the show? That's, that's, that's what happened. And when I was going down, I was like... I mean, I'm far away from them, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> when I look at you in the future, I'm going to pretend that I never heard that story. Can we just <laughs> please move on? Fine, we can move on. Um... So my family called me last weekend uh, in regards to... Your family calls you every fucking day. So last weekend... I get it. I, my family likes me. Whatever. That's your own problem. Um, so they call me. They're all at some baby shower. Okay. And they all have got kids or whatever. And uh, three of them are pregnant. Three of them got shit in the oven. Yep. And they've got like... Three other kids running around. What's the breakdown of the... What's the male-female breakdown of the five siblings again? Two boys, two girls. Okay. I'm the youngest. Yeah. So they're all bebopping around. Brother about a new house. Everybody's zipping around. And they're all getting wasted. And my brother's wife has explained the story how it's the opening scene of Home Alone. Yeah. Where kids are fighting, wrestling, bunch of pregnant women, everybody else is drunk. And then the Chinese food guy is knocking on doors and like, Patty, I need the fucking cash. Where's the cash? Sure. A million people running around. Yeah. So it makes me laugh because I can envision. It's not the Chinese food guy, though. It's the pizza guy. Well, their story was Chinese food. Okay. Well, you had a banged up childhood if you guys can't keep that straight, but keep going. We also went to Christmas dinner at uh, a Chinese food place one time when it snowed. Was there nothing but Jews there? That's a popular Jew thing to do. There's no Jews, really, in central Massachusetts. Uh, fair enough. But it was pretty funny because... What the fuck is that place called? Yang Yang? What was it called? Did you say Yang Yang? What was it called? Yang Yang. Yang Yang. We were under, like, two feet of snow. And the O'Shea's, like, all seven of us went to this fucking Chinese place. No alcohol. We were all pretty young still. And it was like a mile down from our house. And that's where we ate Christmas dinner. 
It was pretty depressing. That sounds lovely. Is in, this in a fucking strip mall? Is this the co- completion of an actual bit that you had envisioned? No, this, this is all this is all freelance. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you're gonna go, you know, off off your off piece right away, then we might as well cut to our third topic here, which we've envisioned to kind of round things out. A lot of times we. As much as this may surprise you, Seamus and I keep a running kind of notebook on our lives and what will make good good content and what won't. Well, de- the definition of notebook is different for each of well, us. Well, we have a lot of small stories that don't quite make the grade. So we'd like to kind of tie some of them up here in a bit that we'll call loose ends, which will run every few episodes. Um, and a lot of these things are just things that I want your reaction to. They're things that I saw and I was like, wow, I'm angered by that, but I, I'm at times ir- an irrational person. So, you know, I'd like to get a third party opinion on it. Uh-huh. I want to talk about women in the workplace. <laughs> Go ahead. So the, obviously no problem with women in the workplace. The main topic that I have to bring up here is when you run into a guy that you know well in the office or that you're friends with, that you haven't seen in a few days, maybe give him a handshake, maybe give him a pat on the shoulder. When people run into a woman that they haven't seen in a couple of days or whatever, maybe it's visiting from out of town, they all give her a hug. Uh, Depends how well you know the woman. Oh, that's what I would think. But So there was a woman that came back from maternity leave and everyone else is giving her big hugs and I shot her with a handshake. <laughs> right? So awkward but, handshake. Well, what I'm thinking is... How weird is it that, okay, guys get handshakes, women get hugs? Because women are like it, it depends. delicate flowers and whatever. And It kind of depends on the setting. Do you right? think like, your job is a lot Do you more think serious. that she thought the handshake was weird or do you think that she respected it? And what do you, like, what do you think a woman's opinion is on this? It's very different because I think we have very different settings. So in my workplace, I have what I call work girlfriends. It's a fucking stupid concept. We're really going to bring that in here? No, I'm trying to explain to you how your setting is a lot different. So the girls that I see every day that sit right next to me, I don't hug them every day. I don't even give them a handshake. I see them all the time. Yeah. I see them all the time. Right. So it's not like, a, oh, they're back, blah, blah, blah. The only ones I hug are... You have to think apples to apples, though. You're not being structured about this, so... When you see the guys that you meet every day, you don't shake their hand every day. So I'm saying... I don't shake anybody's hand. The same context in which you would shake a guy's hand, which would be like, you haven't seen him in a week, two weeks, whatever. It's not someone that you see every day. You're it's, like, hey, good to see you. You give him a little handshake. It's different, though. Because I see... You people- meet a woman in the same context that you know, what do you do? And you see... I mean, eight times out of ten, it's mostly older guys... You see him throwing the hug down, and I just don't know how to react to that. It's just a different concept, because yours is more professional, and the, the, the thing is to give them a hug. That's why you're hugging these random women. Okay, I, we'll need to get some listener feedback on this, because I just don't think that you're viewing it in the right way. But what's your loose end? No, this is, I think... Move on, next loose end. Well, it's your dumbass loose end. Um, so I got to travel to New York. For a week. Yep. And I didn't want to go back to see my family because I didn't want to go to the East Coast and it's cold. Literally, it's cold. I don't like cold weather. It's not cold yet. It was hot as fuck in New York this week. It's going to be cold in November. The end of November, Thanksgiving. Sure. I've been dodging it like the plague. I don't want to go back. So now I'm going back for work and I can tie it into a whole week. 
I'm worried about my me living through New York. <laughs> I've been so far removed from it, and I know what it's capable of, that I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it myself. Well, I Unsupervised. mean, past performance isn't an indicator of future results, but when you lived in New York before, did you go much more aggressively than you do here? Yes. And that's even taking into account your Friday night shenanigans? Yes. It was this but I was younger. I was 23, 24, 25. Of course you were younger. I could bounce back faster. I mean, but you're aware of it going in, so I don't think that you have that much to be concerned about. I'm concerned because my money flow is going to be a little more liberal, and the people I will correspond with or interact with would be doing similar things. Because uh, San yeah. Francisco can't hold a candle to New York. In terms of nightlife. It's different nightlife. I'm more comfortable with it. The biggest problem with New York is, and this is one of the better parts of it too, it, it's both sides of the coin, is that bars are up until 4 a.m. there. So people just keep rolling. But, but you, you have to resist there. that. The people are there. The people there fucking suck. No, but they're there. Like at a bar on a Tuesday in San Francisco, unless I'm going to some douchebag club, I can't stay out till 4 in the morning. Right. So you want to be surrounded by people that want to constantly ask you, do you work in finance or not? That is the most nauseating <laughs> thing. That, that is a great topic. It's a real thing. That is the difference between East Coast and West Coast. Where so yeah, there's a lot of people that are out, but there are a lot like of... The first three or four questions is like, hey, what's your name? What do you where do? Where are you from? What do you do? What do you do? That's I drink copious get. amounts of alcohol, and I like to watch baseball. That's what I want to answer that always question Always get with. what do you do. That is the worst. Sucks. Um, and you don't... But that is East Coast to a T. That is the Northeast yeah. to a T. I mean, similar things happen in San Francisco, but it's a lot further down the line, and it's not as concentrated or as consistent. So yeah, no, you never know what you're going to. Just want. a different mentality, but you're yeah. gonna you're gonna get asked how you take your coffee quicker than what your job is. <laughs> yeah. All right, next loose end. If you send me a voicemail, go fuck yourself. Well, I don't do voicemails. You're giving me like a fucking homework assignment. Like I got to find a time. When I can actually sit there and listen to the voicemail, yeah, no. I gotta go back into my phone app, and I gotta hit it and play it, and then I gotta listen to the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't do voicemails. No, no grown adult does voicemails. If, if you don't get me, send me a text if you have something that you wanna fucking tell me. Yeah, I agree. It drives me fucking nuts. That being said, I have gotten some great, very comedic voicemails in my day. But they were never trying to convey anything yeah. important. No, of course, yeah. One of my one of my voicemails saved on my phone now is from one of our good friends, and it's it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have several that are saved like that. So. But I I legitimately like my dad leaves like forty fifty second voicemails. You can't compare your dad in here though. Your dad's an outlier. I just delete them. I don't even listen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nothing terrible, wrong with that. It's what it is. People ask you in person, they'd be like, "Oh well, hey, did you get my voicemail?" No. Which I mean, I got it, support. I mean, I just didn't do anything with it. <laughs> All right, loose end over your way. Well, here's the thing, I mean, you were talking about how you were in shape once, I was in shape once, whatever. Yeah. We're the generation we where were. we have to pull up Facebook versus the VHS tape. <laughs> well, your exact description was uh, you going to Facebook to show me something is like us pulling out a VHS tape in front of, you know, a, a younger person. Which I got a good chuckle out of. It's embarrassing. Yeah. No Instagram. I mean, the cloud's still involved. It's not as old school as, like, 
pulling my laptop out and going to photos that I took on an actual physical digital camera. Imagine when I explain to my children, if I ever have the honor of doing that, uh, oh, let me pull up this tape that my father recorded of me playing sports to put into VHS tape. Like, to explain that is going to be very difficult. You'd be lucky if it were even on a VHS. It's probably on one of those... No, it's on, yeah, the thing yeah, that popped into the VHS. It's on that shitty little, like, you know, 9mm whatever, and you put it in the camera, and then you you spend an hour figuring out how to hook it up to the TV. But explaining that technology is going to be fucking mind-numbing. The technology, you got to put air quotes around that kind of technology, but it was it was it blew us away at the time, but um, it was pretty shocking. Okay, um, you ever catch yourself with your headphones in your ears with just nothing on? Yeah, it uh, depends if I don't want to speak to people. Yeah. I, yeah. I caught myself at the airport the other day. I realized... When I, I mean, like TSA, I do that. I had had my headphones in for an hour and a half at an airport bar, and there was nothing playing on. Ooh, airport bar? Yeah. Airport bar is the perfect place to talk to people. <sighs> That's where we differ. The problem that I've run into... Because you know people are traveling. They're usually pretty well-educated. Well, it's a good pr- place to socialize. The problem... I don't disagree, but the problem that I've run into lately at the airport bar is that you have the airport bar fly that comes in, and he's like, this is his place. This is where he knows that he has people that are cornered, that he can talk yeah, to. Yeah, the guy that goes to Toledo to Cincinnati. Yeah, those guys. I get you. It's not even that guy, because people who travel a whole fucking bunch, they're generally beaten down human beings that I can get on the level with, right? <laughs> Uh, this is the guy that like, you know, he travels enough, but not a shit ton. And he shows up and he just starts ch- chatting people up. He's yelling across the bar at, you know, the one yeah. cute girl that's oh, in the we, bar. I ran into that the other weekend. He's a fucking old ass man. He's annoying as fuck. I've run into these probably three of the three. The guy, that, the guy that tells you about his fantasy football team, even though he has five and how this guy's on his team, that touchdown matters. Well, he just, it's always something. Yeah. It's annoying. I get it. But the, yeah. I'd, I've never actually thrown the headphones on at a bar. I think that's I think that's as weird as when you go to the fucking grocery store and someone has headphones in. I think that's fucking bizarre. I that's a good comparison. It's comparable, but the airport bar sometimes is a necessary defense. Loose end over to you. You dead? No. I have one last night. This guy was pretty friendly. Have you the Uber pool chat? What do you think about that? When people chat you up in the Uber pool. I've, can I be honest with you right now? You've I've never, never taken an Uber pool. And you... Because what's the difference in price going to be for me, Uber pool to not Uber pool? Four bucks, man. Okay. So why the fuck would I get in a car where they're gonna, there's going to be an interim destination and I don't have to deal with another person? That's fair. I get frustrated enough having to deal with the fucking driver. Let alone, I'm going to deal with a lower quality driver that's going to take seven bucks a head. Hey, look, I've, I've talked to you this, about this a lot. You bitching about Uber is a, a dead topic. It is. Because you, can, if, you if money's not that much of an issue, just take a t- fucking taxi that's going to be 1.5x and get there a lot faster. But you don't do that. No, what you mean is take Uber Black. But uh, I've finally gotten to a point now where I've given up on just trying to give the guy in the Uber cross streets. But you Because they don't fucking know him anymore. But you get in the Uber and you know you're going to get agitated. Yeah, I no, I've calmed it down lately. Like I put the address in in advance. They they've broken me down on that. 
Okay, so here's, here's it was a, like ten times in a row. They're getting, like, it's gotten better. Can you just put the address in? It's gotten better. So I I do just put the address in. I don't just give them cross streets. So but. last last night I was in an Uber pool, and this guy was just super chatting me up. Yeah. Nice guy. He's like, what do you? I I get in the cab. I have like a six pack of beer, and he's like, Seamus, where are you going tonight? And I was like, how the fuck does he know my name? And I'm like, obviously this is the fucking other passenger. I'm like, okay, whatever. Hey, yeah, I'm doing this. Cool, I'm doing this, and he just keeps chatting me up. Nice guy. Like I don't, I don't really want to chat anyone up in there. This would be why I never use Lyft. The first time I got in the Lyft, the guy went to fist bump me. I'm done. <laughs> like I, yeah, that's yeah. That's, I don't need this service. I want to sit in the back of the fucking car. I don't. Want, I want you to know where you're going. I don't want to fucking talk to you, and I want to show up where I'm going. That's what. That's the service that I'm paying for. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I'm not really upset with Uber because of the whole model. You're paying for cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten used to it. It's not, it, and honestly, at this point, it's not just the cost. It's the efficiency of the fact that they just show up right in front of your door, and that you don't have to pay them because it just bills automatically. But all right, I think it's pretty clear now that we've gotten into transportation that we've reached the end of uh, the loose ends. <laughs> that that's that ties up kind of Q1. Q1 of uh, on the fiscal year Q1, for the gentleman's yeah. breakfast of our loose ends. We'll hit you with some more loose ends next time uh, we, we build up a stockpile that's big enough. Um, you have any thoughts on the report card here, or do you want to just kind of jump into a cold? Well, I would jump into a cold. I, I got nothing fresh on me. Okay. Well, let's. I'm going to grade you on a spectrum of random shit that we have kicking around in the back of our beer fridge. I'm going to judge you on a scale of... Guinness in a bottle. Oh, I knew you were going there. I which knew seems you were going there. great in fuck. It seems great in concept. No, it's a terrible concept. But nobody fucking wants it. To obviously on the high end, the Cadillac of bottled <laughs> beers, Sierra Nevada. <laughs> I mean, that's opinion. Go ahead. On that spectrum, I wish I could give you a Corona, because a Corona is a fun time. It's easy going. It's easy to put down. I think I'm going to have to give you that one beer that no one knows the name of that's just lingering around back in there that you go to, this can here that's in front of me. <laughs> like, are you pleasantly surprised or you're angry? I was, I was pleasantly surprised by it. It's a little quiet. <laughs> it's not as bold or as loud as I wanted. And I don't know that I would ever take it out in public. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cutting pretty bad, man. That's what I've got for you. I, I try to be positive. <laughs> that's... That's I try to be positive. That's tough. I mean, my natural reaction is, is to is to dive deep. Please. But I don't think you were that bad today. I think you were pretty good. Okay. B minus. My natural reaction is to call you a porter, but that's not accurate today. <laughs> Does that make sense? Is that meant to be a double entendre? A porter, like a guy that carries around your shit and is also a a coffee-type mellow beer at the same time? No, I mean, like, porter is the last thing we grab in the fridge. It's too bold, it's too much, and you don't want it. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> but that's not accurate, though. All right, guys. This has been a, a bit of a different episode, topics-wise. <laughs> As always, you know, send your feedback to thegentlemansbreakfast at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, care. if you guys listen all the way through this... We should, frankly, hang out more often, but, you know. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.